The Gospel Under Siege. What do we mean by that? Stick around, find out. Next, on today's broadcast of Truth For Today, with our teacher and pastor, Phil Howard. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that the gospel is under siege, and not just from the world outside of Christendom, but even within Christendom through false teachers and false gospels. Today, we continue our series called The Gospel Brings Freedom. Message is called The Gospel Under Siege, Galatians chapter 1. And remember, questions to Pastor Phil can be directed at tftquestions at valleybible.org. Use your smartphone, the voice memo app, record your question, who you are and where you're from, and email it to us. See if Pastor Phil can't answer it on a future program. Here's Pastor Phil now with today's broadcast. Are you aware that you as a Christian cannot be demon-possessed? Did you know that as a Christian, you are not under Satan's control? You are not belonging to him. He's not your father. He is not. He can threaten you. He can roar like a lion. Pilgrim said the lions roared. And he was scared to death when he came by Doubting Castle. And he said, I was scared by the lions. But he said, after I had gone away, I realized the lions were on a chain. And they could only go so far. Our adversary is chained. So he can't go any further than God lets him in your life. He is not over us. We've been set free from satanic control. Are you aware of that? So we don't have to be afraid of the dark. We don't have to be afraid of the demon in the room. Did you know this place can be packed right now with a million demons? But if you're under the blood, you're safe. You're safe. I said you're safe. We're protected by the work of Christ. So he delivers me from this present evil age. It's God, Satan. Two, he says he delivers me from my sins and the sins being done during this present evil time. So he delivers me from sins. What sins? He delivers me from the sins of yesterday. And some of you can never get past yesterday. You're, you're always uh, trying to uh, say, can I get past it? it, it sin is so tricky. Uh, have you ever been down praying and all of a sudden a sin comes up that you did when you were 13? I, I mean, it's not even fresh. I, I'll do that. Sometimes I'll be down praying and, and he'll say, well, you stole something. Or the, oh, you remember that time you got in that fight? Remember that time you did this? And I think, God, what in the world does this have to do with me praying right now? It's my heart dragging up something to get me under guilt. But Christ has removed me from all my past sins. There's none of them, none of them he hasn't dealt with. Is that right? Or maybe we need to go out and kill an animal. Or maybe you ought to get circumcised. Maybe that'll deal with it. Maybe you ought to go kosher. Paul is saying, my gospel 
not any other pluses would deliver a man or a woman from the power of the present age and it would deliver from past sins. There's a terrible thing about sin. It will keep you guilty and it will keep you shamed. But Christ says, the gospel says, God has thoroughly dealt with every aspect of every vulgar, dirty, immoral, criminal, hateful, God-hating, illicit deed you've ever thought, did, or wanted to do, but was too big a coward. He dealt with it at the cross. The gospel says that. Now, he said in Hebrews 10, If you dare despise this one sacrifice, there is a fearful looking of judgment. God is going to unleash his anger on you if you mess with the death of his son. And wherever there's legalism, wherever there's a works religion, nobody wants to talk about the cross. Let's talk about what we can do. Because we can really keep ourselves and we can really impress God. No, you can't. You see, you don't have anything to keep anything holy with. Anything you get a hold of, you'll ruin. It's God's got to do. There's only two religions in the world. Only two. Do and done. All other religions say you got to do, do, do to be right with God. Christianity says The Father is so pleased with his son's death in your place. Everything's been done to get you to heaven. You just got to trust him. Everything's been done. Is that good news? I'm about wanting to revert. Want to get saved again. Maybe the church acts saved. I've been delivered. You have too. Or you haven't met him. Well, you don't know. I'm addicted to sex. Well, okay. Most of us have been one time or the other. I'm addicted to uh, drugs. Do you have anything for me? Well, we just got the gospel. Well, I mean, I mean something that has set me free. Well, let's see. Um, Well, we got a. A, a sinner over here? You, you mean you want a referral? That we're in the referral business. I, I'm an alcohol. I can't get off. Well, I know you can't. I wish we had a deliverer on, on the payroll. Is there anybody can deliver? Well, our pastors can counsel, but they can't deliver. Well, you got any deliverance around that place? Well, let me see. Pentecostals pray for them. Our gospel's so anemic, we just refer them. Paul said, the work of Christ on the cross rescued me from this present evil age. It's sins, it's God, it's power. Any addiction, Calvary can break. Any addiction, Calvary can break. And anybody that says less will come under the anathema of God. I'm not a social preacher. I'm not a social gospel. I'm a gospel preacher that says the death of Christ and the empty tomb and this simple age-old message that for 2,000 years has been setting people free. He said, it will rescue you. You know what? 
Much of the church is anemic. I had someone ask me recently about a preacher, popular preacher in the country. They said, well, what do you, what do you think about him? And I, I didn't know if the guy was saved or not. All I said is, he seems like the world's nicest person. That's all I dared say, because I've never heard the gospel. I've never heard him call people sinners. The reason we're afraid to call people sinners, we don't have any place to send them after they convince their sinners. We don't have any deliverer. But the gospel is deliverance from sin. My past sins. My present sins. And you find out in Galatians 5, he's going to say, the Spirit himself can exceed anything the law ever says. It deals with envy. Are you an envious person? The Holy Spirit that comes with salvation will set you free from jealousy, envy, pride, lust, sexual sin, dirty mind. The Spirit of God through the blood of Christ cleanses from the inside of the cup to the outside. It works. It's worked for 2,000 years. The gospel is alive. Politics won't change you. Stay full of it. This message, the gospel of Jesus Christ, has been saving poor sinners all these times. And Paul says, how dare anybody say, I need the gospel plus anything. It's Christ alone, faith alone, grace alone. And your good works are as filthy rags. Don't insult the cross with your meager religious activity. God's not impressed with our giving, our attendance, none of that. We are doing this out of gratitude, not to earn anything. We're saying thanks, thanks. He says, how many times do your sins have to be paid for? You've been rescued. It's been according to the will of God. And then he breaks out in doxology. He says, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. So he says, I'm an authentic messenger. Two, I have an authentic message. Finally, he says, I'm an astonished messenger. Because I preach the gospel by which you were saved. And now I'm astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ. And you're turning to a different gospel. And the word different here is the word heteros. If we said heterosexual uh, or heterodoxy, what are we saying? Heterosexual, a member of the opposite sex than myself. So do you have a good heterosexual relation? In other words, if you're a man, do you know how to respond and relate to women? It's other gender than yourself. And here he uses the word heteros. It's another of a different kind of gospel, which is no gospel at all. So there's really one gospel, and after that, things that are heteros, different. Which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. They're trying to get you to change your mind about the gospel you believed and were saved, and now they're telling you you didn't do enough. You've got to go under Moses. You've got to go under these uh, Jewish laws. But even if we 
or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned, anathema. And that means come under the destructive power of the wrath of God. You couldn't say it any stronger. We would say, let him be damned. But we use it as a cuss word or an explicative. But here, Paul saying, let him be accursed by God. Strong. Anybody who distorts the message I gave to you Galatians, let him come under divine sentence. It was used in the Old Testament of coming under the ban, coming under divine dealing. He repeats it. But even if we are an angel, the Jews claimed the law came through angels. Paul says, I could care less. If we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned. As we've already said, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let him be eternally condemned. Am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. In our day and time, the big word is to be politically correct. I want to say this to you. The gospel has never been politically correct. And if you preach the gospel and fight for the grace of God, we will do what Spurgeon said. No man can be a Christian in these days without being a controversialist. You can't stand for God and truth and not be controversial. Because there's so many winds out there, so many gospels, so many uh, things. Hear me well. We have a plague of personality Christianity. And we'll put a person up on a pedestal and we'll study them. And, oh, isn't he charismatic? Not talking about Pentecost. We're talking about his, his charisma. And isn't he an outstanding personality? Hear me. Paul says this. The message authenticates the messenger. Measure the messenger by the message. And if it's even an angel that preaches for you next Sunday... And he says, I'm Michael, or I'm Moroni. And I've got a gospel for you that's never been out there. Paul didn't get it all right. I've got a gospel, and I've got the new revelation from God. If he even dares, says one thing other than the gospel preached in Romans and Galatians and the New Testament, let him come under a divine curse. And Paul includes himself. If we, and he probably includes Barnabas, or an angel, anybody, distort this message of salvation by grace through Christ alone, who alone paid for my sins and sets me free. It's not burning candles. It's not rituals. It's not works. It's not being kosher. It's not being Catholic. It's not being Protestant. It's being, I trust Christ and him alone for my eternal acceptance before God. 
not works, not beads, not genuflecting, not how much money I give, not how many times I've been baptized, not how many times I attend church, not if I dress holy, look holy. You aren't holy. You need a holy God to robe you in Christ. Religion itself will send you to hell. Oh, I've been with groups. Oh, I've been with strict groups. And sometimes when you get your mind on all the rules and the strictness, guess who gets diminished? This Christ. And I, I read to you the words that James Gray wrote. Not have I gotten but what I received. Grace has bestowed it since I believed. Boasting excluded, pride I abase. I'm only a sinner saved by grace. Suffer a sinner whose heart overflows, loving his Savior to tell what he knows, once more to tell it what I embrace. I'm only a sinner saved by grace. All this gospel, I, I thought of a song I grew up with as a boy. It goes this way. Come ye sinners, lost and hopeless, Jesus' blood can make you free. For he saved the worst among you when he saved a wretch like me. To the faint he giveth power. Through the mountains makes a way. Findeth water in the desert. Turns the night to golden day. In temptation he is near thee. Holds the powers of hell at bay. Guides you to the paths of safety. Gives you grace for every day. He will keep thee while the ages roll throughout eternity. Though earth hinders and hell rages, all must work for good to thee. And in the chorus, and I know, yes I know, Jesus' blood can make the vilest sinner clean. And I know, yes, I know, Jesus' blood can make the vilest sinner clean. I want to ask, is there anyone here today, you're dirty all over? You got a dirty mind, and you've been living dirty. And you say, I don't know where to get clean. Today our gospel says if you would take Jesus Christ in your heart by faith, you will trust that God has done something about you and he's done it in his son. If you will abandon all hope in yourself and transfer your trust to Christ, God will save you, cleanse you, wash you, and make you his child before you leave the building today. If you will trust another and stop trusting yourself. You're vile, wretched, and dirty until you come to Christ. Your, your motives are not... Uh, well, I was with a, uh, one of our men. We were taking a little break over the holiday, and we were playing golf at a place that was pretty nice. And uh, these guys looked fairly respectable. And one owned a big real estate company. The other was a stockbroker. And uh, they were talking about preachers for some reason and politics. Uh, they didn't know what I did. That was good. And uh, just tell them I'm a teacher. And uh, um, the one guy, after they were talking about all these fellows and stuff, they said, hey, by the way, what's your take on humanity? What do you think of human beings? 
I said, well, they're the most dangerous thing on the planet. I said, they're scary. I said, ever since we found out we came from monkeys, we killed 100 million people in the 1900s. We found out we were getting up. We were going up this utopian ladder from that amoeba, finally a monkey. And then we just jumped into this glory. And we're still getting better. You know, Darwin's been dead about 150 years. So we're just evolving, evolving. And I said, it's the most dangerous uh, hundred years we just lived through. But I said, we killed people with a class. We killed them by splitting an atom. I said, a hundred million minimum. Stalin himself killed millions of his own people in communist Russia. Mao killed millions of Chinese. Wars. I said, friend, I wouldn't put my trust in any man they're dangerous. Now I looked at him and don't do this. Don't do this. This was a little out of order. I said, you don't know but what I might kill you in three minutes. He listened. I said, you see, you don't know what's in the heart of a man. And the poor guy, he rushed. Get, he went to Starbucks as soon as I said that. That was not wisdom. But I, a little South Richmond came out. I said, in other words, buddy... Man can't reform man. Men can't control men. We need someone. I told him, I said, you need someone bigger than a man or a politician to set you free. You need a God man. Only one man can set you free. I don't have my confidence in anyone. Bobby Dylan had a little line. I ain't putting my confidence in anyone, even if he's a scientist. But he says it just right. Who are you putting your confidence in? Have you been changed? Have you ever had a day without living with a dirty mind? You know what you need? You need to come to Christ. He offers you a free pardon. Come, you sinners, and he'll cleanse you. And you'll start singing, and I know, yes, I know, Jesus' blood can make the vilest sinner clean, for he did it when he saved a wretch like me. As one forgiven sinner to one that needs it, why don't you come to Christ? What keeps you away? Another day, you're living. You may be shot. You may be killed. I'm with a man the other day doing some exercise, and he said, hey, my friend just died. Really? Yeah, I said, he's 42. Man, when you're my age, that sounds like a teenager. 42? Said, yeah, yeah, besides that, he was a doctor. I said, no, doctors at 42 can't die. He said, he did. How long are you going to be alive? You're not in charge. But you can come. You come. Some of you come to church because you're religious. You grew up in church. You get a little religious itch scratched. Put in your hour and a half and you feel better. Well, that's wonderful. But it won't get you to heaven. You must come to Jesus. Don't let a little church service be a substitute for having eternal life. Come to him. He'll give you life. He'll give you life. And once again, we've come to the end of our time together here today on Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. 
As we lock things up for another day of broadcasting, we do so with a a way to contact us here at Truth For Today. If you have a question, a prayer request, comment, we would love to pray for you. If you have a praise report about how the program is encouraging you in Christ, we'd love to hear that as well. A couple of ways to reach out to us. The easiest, of course, our phone number, 855-833-9864, or our website, truthfortodayradio.org. Now, you have another way to reach out to us, and that is, especially if you have a question or a praise report, that you would like Pastor Phil to answer. Well, simply take your voice memo app on that smartphone of yours, record your question along with who you are and where you're calling from, and then email that bit of audio to us at tftquestions at valleybible.org. Again, the email address is tftquestions at valleybible.org. So email that to us. We'll run it by Pastor Phil. And should we use it on the radio, we'll even let you know when. And as always, you can again reach out to us at our website, truthfortodayradio.org, or by calling 855-833-9864. You can also write to us, 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. As you partner with us financially, bear in mind that we are able to continue this radio ministry through you doing just that, joining other friends and family members of this ministry to ensure that this program continues its ministry in the greater Bay Area. Please consider that as you reach out to us, and then join us next time for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard.